RadioInfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. Uh, We are celebrating a big Buccaneer victory from yesterday. Um, They get it done at home. It's been a long time since the Bucs won a game at home. Week 13 from last year. They've also been away quite often. Um, But it was good to see them get a victory against a team that I I think they're better than. Uh, It was a tightly fought game. They went 30-27. Um, good to see Kyler Murray, a young up-and-coming kid, um, has flaws in his game. He also does some nice things. Whether that translates to victories later on in his career, we'll see. It's, you know, a lot of people believe that they think what's going to last or they know what's going to last. Nobody knows what's going to last, okay? You know, he doesn't run the ball like... Uh, your boy Lamar Jackson he doesn't run the ball like Cam Newton. He doesn't take a lot of licks. He is an amazing athlete. Um, missed a lot of open guys, as is our quarterback did as well. Jameis missed quite a few open guys yesterday. Um, Jameis can't continue to do what he's doing. Uh, those two interceptions were on him. You know, I've defended him in the past. Those were two that were, you know, the decision-making was questionable. But to be honest with you, the defensive players made some unbelievable plays as well. You got to give them some credit. But it's on Jameis. Those are on Jameis, period. You got you to put them on him when it's, when it's due. The rest of Jameis's game, Jameis was, uh, he competed, okay? That's the one thing you know you're going to get from Jameis Winston is he's going to compete. You know, the one indication is, I thought I was the only one to see it. I re rewatched it and I did see it on the uh on the broadcast through a twenty five yard pass to Mike Evans who took a few steps back and rerouted himself and Jameis ended up going in getting in the play blocking. You know, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal and in some ways it almost seems stupid that your quarterback's getting into, you know, becoming a blocker. But as a former offensive lineman, the linemen are seeing that, and that gets them jacked up, I guarantee it. When your quarterback wants to make a block, you know, just just to better your team, those are things that go a long way in a locker room. So what's tough about Jameis, and, you know, the talk is, the narrative is always talk. It's always about the quarterback. It doesn't matter what city it is today, win, lose, whatever. We talk about quarterbacks. That's the first thing that's first and foremost. Jameis has a substantial more turnovers than anybody that's played in his era. It's not even close. I think he has 16 more turnovers than anybody else, which means first and foremost, well, first, first of all, you were, you're playing. Okay. Marcus Mariota sitting on the bench right now. You know, it also means you're durable, but it also means you're turning the ball over. They showed the graph of success, of the average quarterback, and they showed Jameis Winston's graph. Jameis Winston's graph started off way below, then it went way above, then it came back way below, and it went back way above. He doesn't do anything average. He doesn't throw average amount of yards. He throws way more than everybody. He, he throws a lot of touchdowns, and he also throws a lot of picks. Well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, it's it's... 
I don't know if I've ever seen a quarterback where his play can be deciphered by two different people and one side say, well, I see greatness. The other guys, you know, they don't see. You can see both sides of everything with Jameis Winston. There's an argument for to, to bench his ass. There's also an argument that he's a, he's a, he's a go-to quarterback. There's an argument to both sides because there's, you know, there's numbers that, you know, back both sides. He's done great things. He's also done bonehead things, period. And it's going to be a tough situation at the end of the year to evaluate, especially if the Bucks don't win too many more games and he continues to do what he does. Like yesterday was a typical Jameis Winston game. It was typical. Two boneheaded receptions, numerous plays made by his legs, a couple big throws, a couple missed throws, good leadership. Now, the only difference was they won the game yesterday. They lose the majority of those games, unfortunately. And for me, while this team is growing around Jameis Winston, because if you look at this team and where it's going, Jameis Winston is still getting better, okay? There's a lot of teams out there where their players, majority of their players aren't still getting better. There's a lot of our team is still getting better. And when you look at Jason Light, and listen, if you give Jason Light a grade, it's a D minus to this point. I don't like to give anybody Fs because I didn't like getting Fs, although I got them. Jason Light to this point gets a D minus. Now, next year, the grade may change like drastically, like real quick. When you talk about Ronald Jones, who now is everything that we thought he wasn't last year, he's starting to turn into some things. Vita V is a good football player. Alex Kappa all of a sudden is playing some good football. Devin White is showing signs that he can be fantastic. Okay. Murphy Bunting is getting playing time. Whitehead is a draft pick that's playing well. Now, all of a sudden, in the last two years, we have some of these up-and-coming players that will, will be great in two years. Not now, though. That's the problem. I mean, young players aren't great now. Neither was Derek Brooks. Neither was Warren Sapp. Neither was John Lynch, Rondé Barber. Listen, I, I started 16 games as a rookie. Was I good? Nope. Not compared to the rest of the NFL. But... A couple years later, you can compare me to anybody. But that takes a while. You got to get your head kicked in a little bit. That's just what happens. And that's what Murphy Bunting and some of these other guys, Jamal Dean, they may be getting their heads kicked in now, but they're growing and they're getting better. And there's certain players in this team need to step their game up. It was good to hear O.J. Howard's name a little bit. Uh, need to hear it more. Drop one ball I thought he should have caught. Had another great uh, catch in, in the crowd. Uh, this is the problem, though, OJ. I'm watching you block, and it's not fun to watch. He had a couple Olay blocks yesterday where he didn't look like he even really wanted to be there. So he, being great, being a great tight end is a lot more than just catching a couple balls a game. And OJ Howard needs to, you know, drop them and start blocking like a man, okay? I saw a couple plays yesterday that weren't, were not impressive. You know, our offensive line in general yesterday was up and down. I, I like the way Jensen and Marpet have been playing this year. I'm, you know, they, they won't make it, but, I, you know, Jensen especially to me, he's a guy where people are watching film and he's pissing people off on film because I can see it the next week. Like, they know Jensen's coming. They know it. They know he's dirty, and he actually got us a 15-yard penalty yesterday, which during a crucial time, 15 yards is crucial at any time. 
But I like the way Jensen's playing. I like the way Marpet's playing. Um, Demar Dotson, meh, he ain't young. There's one play, a couple sacks he gave up uh, on Jones. One sack he gave up because he went the wrong way. He went the wrong way, you know, on a on a, a run action. Defensive tackle straight run straight in for a sack. That's it. Everybody looks bad when somebody went the wrong damn way. But there's people growing in front of our eyes. Shaq Barrett, I love his effort. 11 and a half sacks this year. Um, we'll see if the Bucks can keep him. We'll see if the Bucks can, you know, pay whatever money he's going to warrant. But I see him busting his ass all game long. And I think that's, that's important. Now, there's certain things we have to do uh, to improve as we go forward this year. Scotty Miller, you got to get more out of Scotty Miller and Watson. Scotty Miller, uh, that end zone would have been a great catch. You, you don't get too many balls thrown your way, though, bro. That looked indicative to the, uh, you know, the Hail Mary from way back day with Doug Flutie. You had to hit, hit your hands, brother. When it hits your hands, you got you got to catch the ball. He had one catch later in the game, but just not in general, just not seen enough from Scotty Miller and Watson and, you know, the Cameron breaks and, you know, it's not, it's not enough. Defensively, I asked for Dominican Sue to pick up his game. He played all right. He played okay. I, I got this one email. It says, I was a McCoy fan while he was here, but there was flaws to his game, as you often pointed out. I've seen Sue in the past few weeks illustrate why, despite not having great stats this year, he's an upgrade from McCoy. Um, yes, he is. And the reason why he is is I watched Carolina play yesterday, and Gerald McCoy is still the exact same player. He'll make two plays in the game, and the rest of the game they're running the ball right at him. And the play that um, – uh, your boy Sue made yesterday on the sack when, you know, Kyler Murray, who looks almost like a midget and is a strong football player, Sue just reaches his hand up and stops him dead in his tracks. You never saw you never saw Gerald McCoy do that at any time. Some of it was because of his, he tore his biceps early in his career. But regardless, he's getting by Gerald McCoy. Sue stopped him. Now, that's just one play, but in general... We're just better because we stopped the run. We didn't stop the run ever when when Gerald McCoy was here. I mean, we, we rarely did. And what's happening now is this football team, as it grows, and it's growing. You, if you're watching, you're seeing this team improve. It ain't where it needs to be. But this is the thing that I'm going to tell people, and you have to, you know, take it any way you want to, okay? When I'm watching this football team, in wins and in losses, everything that's a liability or a negative is fixable. I don't know how many times this year I'm going to see a defensive back think that he has help inside and he doesn't or overplay a ball the wrong way. And you know what? Arizona did the same thing. Arizona's a young, stupid football team. At the end of the day, football awareness and your IQ goes a long way. And as, a, as far as a football team and football IQ, the Buccaneers are not a very smart football team. Too many times you've seen guys not lined up right. You're not lined up right. You see a defensive back run to a spot in the last second and a receiver run by him. It's hard to play in the league now. It's hard to play. 
And if you don't know what you're doing or where you're going, it makes it impossible. That's why seeing players like Devin White grow up in front of us. At the beginning of the year, I said, oof, he looks like a fish out of water a little bit. Well, he's starting to get it now. He's starting to see things. He's starting to pick things up. We're talking about a legitimate 4-4 guy in the middle of the field, a middle linebacker. And when he knows where to go, he gets there quickly with some bad intentions. Devin White, if he stays healthy, is going to be a son of a bitch, no doubt. Because he's starting to pick it up now. You're seeing him running through tackles and... um, Beginning of the year, it was you could almost hear him thinking, but the last couple games, um, I've seen some wonderful things from uh, from Devin White, and I'm looking for like he you could see he has Pro Bowl potential in him. I'm not saying he's playing a Pro Bowl level right now, but I can see the potential in him. Levante David's balling, man. Levante David quietly, and I've been kind of a critic of Levante David in the past because. You know, for me, it's just about what you created. Like, you know, what's that's I got on Gerald McCoy, but what have you done? Levante, a little bit I got on. I said, listen, you got to make more big plays. Levante's everywhere right now. He's In last few games, he's just one of the best players on the football field all the time. I don't know what his contract situation is, but you, you need players like Levante David on the football field if you think that you're going to continuously win. So... Listen, we haven't won a lot of games this year. If you're a Buccaneer fan, sit back, enjoy this win. Uh, nothing gets easier as we go forward. Still a lot of good football to be played in front of us. Some of the teams we thought are unbeatable, they got beat. And the NFL is a crazy place. As you go on later in the season, there's a lot of injuries. And, um, you know, there's teams that we thought were unbeatable. Kansas City, they've lost a bunch of games. Saints lost yesterday. Didn't do anything offensively. So you never know, people. You never know. Hope it's it's not crazy to this football team. Very much like Tony Dungy's first year with the Buccaneers starts to turn some things around in the second half. Stop making the bonehead mistakes. Stop with the miscommunication. Stop being misaligned. It's about football IQ. If your IQ starts raising as the season goes along, you'll win and you'll, you'll, you'll start winning on a consistent basis. We're not quite there yet. But hey, hopefully we hit some kind of a switch yesterday. If anybody ever wants to email me, it's Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. Make sure you tune into the Ron and Ian Show Monday through Friday, 3 to 7, 95.3 FM and 6.20 AM. But uh, it's also nice to talk about Buccaneer wins. Let's hope they start stacking these together. And um, maybe we could be optimistic going into next year, although that's... Uh, That's a scary thing as well. Everybody have a wonderful week uh, and enjoy the victory while you can. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. I'm Jerry Petock, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist. So thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. 
Don't forget to check out RadioInfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com. <laughs>